On today's season two opening episode, we have the magnificent Charlene Lizette as our guest. She's a spiritual teacher, a healer, and founder of Starsea Jewels. She's on a mission to empower women through their spiritual awakening journey. This is part two. There's a lot that happened in 20 politicians politicians right now are on a world stage and they are all being assessed. Every single politician is being put under a microscope and they are, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They are being like evaluated. Right. 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 Society as a whole is evaluating every single politician. So it's interesting how, you know, we're in, you're in Toronto, right? Yeah. I'm in, well, I'm in Brampton. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you know, like what we're seeing here as, as, as a Toronto, as a GTA, right. in Ontario, um, in the beginning, uh, so many people were like pro Ford. He's doing such a good job with the pandemic. Same with like mayor John Tory. Right. And now it's flipped everybody now. All right. Like people are, are, <laughs> people are turning against their governments is in an essence, right? Like they're right the ugly truth of the government there are still people who you know are complacent and have yet you know maybe don't want to but if you go you know and do this test yourself if you want but if you go onto like a narcity or a blog to or any type of article on facebook that has commentary from you know the facebook community from people right an article back in like may june John Ford is doing such a good job. John Torres is doing such a good job. Great way, way to be uh, Justin Trudeau. Da, 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 da. Then you, then you look at a November article. Then you're like, what are you doing? Then you look at a January. Oh, let me tell you how the turntables have turned. Yeah, I think it's it's people that are like I said that that are starting to kind of realize what's really happening. Back in October, I would say the first two weeks of October, somebody had sent me um, on Instagram like a post. And this post were like multiple screenshots of emails. Right. And the emails were coming from the PMO office, so the uh, project management office of the government. Mm-hmm. And so it was somebody who was involved in a committee. This woman shared it and said, I'm sharing this with you guys because me and the entire committee have tried numerous times to tell the people who are making the decisions that this is not okay and we're not agreeable to it they don't want to listen to us so i just want to she just wanted to say it to everybody so that we knew the truth mm-hmm. and so i read it and a lot of the stuff like there's a whole timeline of you know different things that would be happening i read it that day and i was like this is fucking ludicrous like there's no way that this is real so i was like okay like very skeptical but kind of okay i get it i read it i understand i left it i'm not a news watcher i don't have cable at home like if there's stuff that i want to know about i will go and search it Um, really smart by the way yeah because it's too much like the media is oversaturated and well and the media already projects fear and and energetically it's projecting remember how we were talking about like that vibration onto people yeah and they do it on a a bigger grander scale oh yeah massive subliminal messaging yeah 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 yeah, yeah. 
Keep telling your story about this letter. I want, I'm, in, I'm invested now. I'm not even kidding, Charlene. There was so many, so many of these particular timelined events that were shared at the beginning of October that are still happening now. Right. How long have they been actually planning this for? This is all a huge plan just to continue controlling us. In my research, because I wanted to understand it better, Bill Gates talked about how we're not ready for, for a worldwide pandemic years ago. Bill Gates also, and I don't know if this is right or wrong, but from what I was reading, he also owns the patent for the COVID-19. But yet he's also on the opposite end and funding the vaccine. So to me, I look at that and I'm like, it's a business to him. Notice how the pieces start falling together and the puzzle starts coming to like slowly together. The more that you pull yourself out of the delusion and start looking at the reality of it. No one is denying that COVID exists. I have friends who work in massive hospitals here in the city. There was a doctor that came out. His name was Gil Nomni, I think it was. I forgive me if I got his name wrong. And he's a doctor here in Toronto. And he turned around and said like, is COVID killing people? 100%. Are people sick? 100%. Right. Are there more people coming in due to mental health issues? Yeah. A thousand percent. It becomes a thing of like, how much is enough, right? Like uh, how many people right. have died from suicides? Yeah. From killing other people? Yeah. From shooting other people? Because let me tell you, people are going to start getting deranged, man, yeah. because this is like mentally isolating for people. And that's the difference between ego eye thinking and the consciousness enlightenment and right. people will turn around and be like, well, I'm being conscious because I'm thinking about other people around, you know, not them, not contracting COVID. Right. You're selectively choosing when to care about people and when not to care about people. Right. And that's the difference between I ego thinking, three dimensional thinking versus five dimensional. Oh my God, this is way bigger than just me. Right. Can we circle back to the Akashic records because I really yeah. love that it up. I find it very interesting that your dad, who is an older person, right, who grew up probably like hardcore Catholic or some yeah. type of hardcore religion, yeah. um, has turned around and found solace yes. um, and understanding yeah. and awareness yeah. around the Akashic, right? Because the Akasha are something very beautiful and something very sacred. Mm. So the Akasha, similar to uh, natal charts, Okay. the Akasha work individually. The way the Akasha work, and I, um, when I was little, I traveled to it um, without knowing that I traveled to it. Oh. And then when I was older, I understand where I was. Okay. And I've traveled to it now when I'm older too, um, but now I've traveled consciously knowing that I'm going there. And Great. it is like the most surreal, most beautiful place that you can ever imagine in your life imagine like these massive like greek like pillars oh wow like marble marble and like white wow 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 and then you walk into like these arched doors and these doors are like wood but gold oh, wow. uh, and then as you enter through you enter into what's considered the library oh and so if you talk to people who have visited the Akasha, they all have their own description of it, but they wow. all sound very similar because that's the Akasha. So while you may turn around and remember like the gold, the gilding, the gold gilding, mm -hmm. you'll turn around and say, I remember the pillars too. 
yeah, 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 yeah. The gold gilding, and I'm like, I remember the gilding too, but I remember it on the door. Like, so it's it's very people have very similar right visions of what the acacia looks like, but to their own description. When you say you've you've dived into it, like you've been, you've seen it, you've been there. Is this through meditation? Is this through um, your dreams? So in the beginning, I traveled in my dreams. Wow. Little, I used to ask to travel a lot. Um, and I wasn't in control of my astral traveling. Okay. And if anybody has ever astral traveled before, they'll know, they'll be able to very confidently confirm what I am saying. It is fucking terrifying yeah. to travel when you are not in control of your astral traveling. Yeah. I must've been like 18, 19. And okay. I was traveling so out of control. Like it was just, it was happening everywhere. Like I would fall asleep on a bus and astral travel. It was happening way too much. Right. I was terrified because I didn't know what I was what I was supposed to be doing and I had no guidance Okay. Um, and no one understood me. And so I remember one night I specifically said to the universe, I'm like, take this away. I hate this. Take this away. Oh, like, you just, cause you didn't, you couldn't understand it. I had no idea what I was doing. I had, I was mortified beyond people thought I was crazy. I was like, Oh my God, am I a fucking, am I lo- like, do I belong a loony bin? Like, w- like what is, you know, am I mentally unstable? Like what is happening? And then I started finding like Sylvia Brown's books and okay. Sylvia Brown started to really talk about like astral projection, astral traveling. Right. And like the world of the internet was just starting back then. So right. you could only find like snippets and slivers of information, not like how you can find now. Right. I remember just one day I'd be like, hey, this is way too much. I did not sleep. Wow. And I was just in a constant state of what the fuck's happening. You're saying this was around like your late teens, early 20s? So the first time I saw a dead person (laughs) would have been, I would say like 11 or 12. And how was that experience? It was fucking terrifying. I was going to say scary as shit. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Growing up in our house. So I am convinced Mm -hmm. that the house that my mom lives in now is on some type of land where people were murdered. So I'm convinced like indigenous people were murdered there. Something awful happened there. And I knew that from the moment we moved into that house. My parents obviously were like, you're fucking, what are you talking about? You make no sense. And I was like, I know this, I know this, I know this. And so I would talk to the house all the time. Things happened in that house. That house like never really had good memories. And I remember I used to go in there all the time. And like, I hated going into that house Mm -hmm. because I was so in tune with the energy of it. And I could feel the rage, the anger, the resentment, the unfinished business of it. And so I would see shadow people all the time in the house. It got to the point where I started talking to them and I was like, go away. Mm. Like you don't belong here. You need to go away. Like, it was a lot. It was a lot to experience and to deal with. And then I just, I honestly didn't have the support system and nobody in my circle of my family or my friends or anybody knew what I was going through. And so I had like Sylvia Brown and like back then it was chapters. Now it's Indigo. Yeah. Spirituality section where I would sit on the floor because I couldn't buy every book. Right, right. <laughs> 17, 16 on Tim Hortons and like grocery store cashier wages. Yeah. <laughs> Read these books and be like, what is happening to me? Like, am I mentally unstable? 
And it was only when I started to really understand what it was that I had. And that didn't happen until I was like in my mid twenties, where I started to go into my spiritual awakening journey. And at this point I had dabbled into astrology, but not nowhere near the depths of what I understand now. But by then, like a lot of stuff had happened in my life and I had just started to tune in to my abilities again. My spirit, I like to call them my spirit team or my spirit army would like try and pull me out. Oh. But then I was such a fucking hard-headed. Like student. red flag, red flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they would be like red flag. So I was dating a guy. He was like not good for me at all. I remember I had just come back from a yoga practice. He like didn't like the fact that I worked out. He thought it was really gross that I was sweaty. What? And I was like, okay. And we got into like a huge like fight about it. And I remember sitting on his bed crying. And like, let me tell you, Karen, the voice, the voice that came into, it was literally, I'm going to be really loud right now. So you might have to like turn the volume down on your audio. It, it was in my head. It wasn't anywhere else. Okay? okay. Get out now. And I remember hearing that. Dude, I got the chills. I, I was just like packing my bags. And I was crying like the whole time. Like, I was like, less. <laughs> yeah well because i was like oh my god this means i have to break up with this guy my main spirit guide is a guy i've seen oh, him okay cool and, okay and he was mad oh cool. he was like charlene i know you're fucking stubborn hard-headed motherfucker yeah but you can get them you gonna learn today girl <laughs> today, today you are packing your shit and leaving this person this is a non-negotiable for you yeah and i laughed and I remember I went home and I was like, and at this point, like, you know, my relationship with my deity was very strong. And I remember like sitting with her and lighting a candle and like, you know, talking to her. And I was like, what am I, why am I denying this part of me? Mm. Right? Why am I denying that? Like, I am psychic. Why am I mm. denying that I am intuitive? And I was like, well, bitch, because you're afraid of what people are going to think about you. They That's literally right. are like. Yeah, you're worried that you come out and people are going to be like, who the fuck is a psycho bitch? Yeah. Who is, right? Because of their lack of understanding, right? And I was here, yes. And I was hearing the narratives of the individuals who put me down right. when, when I had my first tower and, and re death and rebirth moment, who didn't believe in me when I said, I'm not going back to the corporate world. I'm going to follow, my, I'm going to find okay. what I'm supposed to really do for myself. And I was hearing their narratives instead of listening to myself. I know my purpose is to empower women through spirituality. I know this. So I'm just gonna do it. Did it take time to get there? Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. It took a few years. I'm so specific and confident in knowing what I was doing. Well, within like a month, my YouTube channel got monetized. Within Whoa. a month, I went viral on TikTok. No within a, I started having people booking me for readings. Within a, like it literally, it was like, like slow as molasses, slow as molasses, slow as molasses, as you're like muddling it. And then as soon as you land, it was like pop, pop goes the weasel and like boom, boom, boom. And it was like, and it's been rapid fire ever since. Wow. You know, even like my jewelry line, like I I don't even know where my stepsister asked this to me, by the way, she's El Salvadorian too. And she said to me, oh, she's like, cool. what do you have from it? And I'm like, honestly, I'm like, her name's Marielle. And I'm like, if, if I tell you this, like, you're, I don't think I'm crazy, but it was like the angels told me to do it. And so I did it. Oh, wow. It just makes sense that you provide this as a branch of your offerings. Yeah. Cause then you, like you're saying, I think, I think it's more so that you're like, um, 
a coach, like a spiritual coach. You, you en encompass so much. You do an assessment, you understand, like try to understand where, where the blockages are, like you've said, you know, what, what needs more strengthening. And then you help them, you guide them through that. You're there. And it's so funny that you say that because um, remember how I told you this year is all about learning for me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm actually taking a accreditation. Yes, we're going to go with that word for <laughs> coaches. And I'm taking, uh, I'm taking my like certification to become a certified spiritual coach. I think that even like with the pieces that you're making, because you're already so invested in the particular person and what they need, you're the perfect, it's a perfect combination to say, okay, well, you know what, these stones, these crystals, they're going to help you. You know, this is what I think would be, it's like you're, it's like you're a spiritual doctor and you're diagnosing people. And then you're saying, okay, instead of obviously prescribing pharmaceuticals or whatever, you're saying, here are the crystals that are going to help you. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's more than just the crystals, right? It's like chakra. Right. No, I know. It's, it's very and I'm, and I'm saying this to you because it's, I can't tell you everything, but okay, it's, fair enough. <laughs> it's so funny that you said that um, because intuitively, I think you're already seeing something coming together that I am working on on the back end <gasps> um, with some very influential people mm -hmm. um, and the seeds have been planted and now it's about like watering those plants. Right. Okay rather and figuring out the logistics of everything um, yeah I like the spiritual doctor because when I look at myself and I think about how I support people so I support people from like essential oils right? if we peel back and look back at the olden days lavender was used to help people sleep yeah like people would like if people had to go under for surgery or like if they did something like big where like it would they couldn't be awake for it mm -hmm. um, they would get like an overdose of lavender no way it's it's wow and this, you don't know this because it's not taught to us if you look at if you look at like medicine now like western prescriptions now many of them derive from the herbs and the core essence of those herbs are what is found in essential oil. And so medicine has been around for so long. Yeah. Natural medicine. Right. And I love Western medicine. Don't get me wrong. Like yeah. I had a operation when I was little, like if it wasn't for Western medicine, I'd probably be dead or on dialysis. Mm. Um, so like Western medicine does have its place in our world, 1 million percent, but right. it's, the, it's the combination of like spirituality medicine yeah. and, and natural medicine Holistic healing. Yes. With yeah. like with medicine that, that would create a really well-rounded support system for individuals like you and for me. Right. right. I think that there's so many different options that you have available to you that even like coming up with some sort of like kits that you can offer people upon, you know, once you do have, you said the four to six week program that you do with them. So I have different offerings. So okay. I have like, I have, if you want to come for, and it's hard now because everything is virtual. Right. So I, you know, even though I can do crystal healing, right. to me, crystal healing is very, um, in person, like a tangible in person yeah. experience. Yeah. So my crystal healing service, I've kind of put it to the side okay. and, um, I'm one of my, 
my projects now is to rewire it in a different way for 2021 until we can do in-person work again. Right. I do crystal healing. That is one type of work, right? Where an individual like would lay down and, you know, I do an assessment before and I evaluate like where I can tell that there are pain points. And because I'm so in tune with people's energy, I can see them right away and tell you like, this is where, this is where right wow. now, like I, I don't call it out. I ask the question. Right. Uh, and then they're like, yeah, it actually does hurt. And then, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's crystal healing. Then there's chakra healing. I was right? going to say, is that not similar to Reiki? So yes and no. Okay. So Reiki works on um, the energy points of the body. Mm-hmm. So it is connected to the chakras. Okay. Um, but Reiki is energy healing calling on the Reiki ray. And then you do energy healing with the hands, right? If your if your schedule allows for it, I would definitely love to have you back in February. Yeah. So you can do like, okay, Karen, girl. <laughs> right now, like your sacral chakra and your solar chakra are fucked. No. <laughs> I'm joking. They're not fucked. No, they're but just, like, okay. Work, right? Okay. Is your sacral and your solar? So what are the sacral and solar? What it like? What are the? So your sacral is underneath your belly button. So is that like that help? system your organs down there like your uterus um even like sex um um or the lack thereof yeah (laughs) like afraid of intimacy like reproduction and reproduction goes beyond like the reproduction system of like actually making a baby right 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 like the things that you can reproduce like the creativity the divine feminine energy oh that stuff um and then your solar plexus resides two fingers like two fingers on top of your belly button is the around the area uh so think about like digestive issues ibs um inflammation problems with eating not pooing pooing too much um you know aversion aversion to yeah right like so i i can tell right away that that's exactly it right and so there's energetically there's blockages or uh in alignment of those two chakras um that impact the rest of your body and even like i would probably even say a little bit of your heart chakra as well needs healing um and and remember so your heart chakra is not just your heart it also goes back into your shoulders yeah you know it's funny you say that every time like and i know i have bad posture and i know it's more than that too but I got well, a lot of burning because, because bad posture, well, it starts at the root chakra, but it's a lot of the sacral at your tailbone. Wow. So your solar and your heart all connect your, think about it, right? Because I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stand up. So if my sacral is here. Right. And my solar plexus is here. Okay. My heart is here. Right. Look at your back. Where does your spine start? Right. It's at the bottom. So crazy. The spine, the spine is connected to the root chakra. Okay. Okay. Um, because people think that the root chakra starts at your feet and it doesn't right it's just under the sacral Mm. okay but still like it's all it's all inter it's all interconnected so crazy so if you're looking at like foods to eat Mm. or um things clothes to wear or stones to wear pink stones green stones yellow stones orange stones and foods same with foods wow challenge you and say like look at you know look at what you ate yesterday Hmm. right <laughs> but any other food you have have oranges like butternut squash sweet potato um yellows like lemons or like mangoes um and then pinks and uh greens 
kiwi, kale, uh, you know, spinach, lettuce, strawberries, right? Right. right. Uh, you got to bang on. Like one of the biggest challenges for me since the pandemic broke out has been my eating, my eating habits. A lot of your your offerings and services prior to what what's going on would be more of an in-person situation, but because of what's happening in the, you know, the environment and whatnot, how can people actually connect with you? What would be the best or preferred method for them to reach out to you for your services or your offerings? Yeah, for sure. So I guess I should walk through all the services and offerings that I do. So I offer tarot readings. I do live and pre-recorded readings. So depending on your budget, the time that you have allotted in your life and what you're looking for out of a tarot reading, that's how I, I created my offering services. Um, then I do crystal healing and chakra healing. I do the spiritual guidance. Um, and then I also offer like free uh, tarot videos on YouTube, empowerment yes. uh, advice on uh, Instagram and TikTok. And so the best way to find me is first to go to my website, okay, um, which is www.charlenelazette.com. Okay. And from there you can shop my crystal jewelry line. So my gemstone healing jewelry line. Um, and you could find me on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, etc. Um, but the best way to find me and book with a service with me or purchase my gemstone healing jewelry is charlenelazette.com or .ca. If you type either of them, it'll show up. And then you just click on services or shop, depending on what you're, what you're looking for. Okay, cool. Now, is there anything else that you would like to share with uh, the audience? Yeah. Okay. So we're going into 2021. Um, so uh, I just want to remind everybody that things aren't miraculously going to shift from one year to another because we've just jumped into January 2021 um, and that this year is very much a year of standing in your sovereignty, finding back your power, understanding how to be a leader within your own life, mm. you know, to release the idea and the notion of falling into societal norms and falling into herd mentality. The yeah. more empowered that you are, the more that you love yourself and the more that you believe in yourself, the more you understand how powerful and limitless you really are. And that this year will come with a lot of learning lessons, um, a, lot of, um, a lot of pleasantries around the summertime, uh, followed by, or I guess like intertwined with a lot of resistant, resistance challenges and obstacles. Um, and that, you know, I think at the end of the day, if if you truly want to create a difference in your life, you simply have to be in action. That's it. Every day show up, not for anybody else, but yourself. That's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining course, us you, today. Awesome. Thank you so much. I can share it across my social, okay? Of course. Absolutely. Thank you. We'll see you later, alligator. Okay. Bye. Awesome. Take care. Bye. Bye.